everybody, welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. All right, we're coming in with you guys today. We have got some, uh, it's going to be a big, big, big fancy episode. We are doing something a little different with how we cover news on the show. Uh, because sometimes 30 minutes worth of news drops the week of an hour plus long Batman Begins breakdown. Yep. And we're not about to do that to you guys to make you listen to a two hour episode of our show. So what we're going to do now, instead of trying to cover the news as it drops, because sometimes it's just not feasible for us to do, uh, we're going to do a first of the month news drop with every 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 month. So any news that transpires over the month, uh, we will cover it on the first Monday of the next month. So any news that drops in uh, October, we will cover on the first Friday of November. And we can do it all in one. That way, if we don't have any other episodes going on we can we can dedicate more time to it and if we do then that way we can just have them both there at the same time and that way we can guarantee you we can get to all the news and not have to worry about dropping too many things in the same week or anything and just make it all easy and compartmentalized yeah barring that he comes out and announces who's playing batman or robin or something yeah that'll 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 we'll interject immediately on that one yeah barring barring massive casting news uh or trailers or like you know internet breaking not uh, insanity uh you can expect most of the bat dc and batman news uh to hit you guys at the first friday uh of every month first episode of every month so with that being said uh let's get into some news and uh maybe pay a visit to uh, to an old friend let's let's get this let's get this stupidity out of the way first because i this is this is the dumbest thing so martin scorsese <laughs> <laughs> uh martin scorsese uh is 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 being dumb um Martin Scorsese, uh, in an interview of this is I'm reading this from Variety. So Martin Scorsese says to fight back against comic book movie culture by supporting directors like Christopher Nolan. We've got to save cinema, he said. So so Martin Scorsese is 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 picking up the torches and the pitchforks and leading the battle, the war for our souls, as it were, against comic book movies and the people who enjoy them and the people who make them and we've got to instead throw our support behind true filmmakers like the director of batman begins the dark knight the dark knight rises the executive producer of man of steel and batman v superman dawn of justice and currently the director of one of the most profitable movies of the entire year christopher nolan you know the guy that nobody cares about that nobody supports and has nothing to do with comic books whatsoever correct yeah, that guy. Okay, cool. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Not only is this whiny and 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 embittered and screams of get off my lawn, you damn kids, it's also just stupid. And this is coming from a director that I love and respect with my whole heart, and it's kind of upsetting. <laughs> it's just the stupidest of stupid. It's I I, and this has been going on for years and, and Martin Scorsese is not the first and I want to be I want to be abundantly clear the problem is not that he doesn't like he doesn't have to like comic book movies he doesn't have to like comic books I could give a shit if he likes them or not he just doesn't have to be a dick about it is the thing correct like it's 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 one thing to come out like it was one thing when you come out and say I'm I'm just not into it 
I'm just I, I'm not I'm not into comic books. I'm not into comic book movies. I'm not into that kind of thing. I I just want to just watch other stuff and not worry about it. All right. Um Are you good? Uh Yes. Okay. All right, I'm just going to pick it back up. You ready? Yes. All right, in three, two, one. It's, 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 everyone's allowed to like and, and not like whatever they don't. I, I do not care that he doesn't like comic book movies. He just doesn't have to be an asshole about it. He doesn't have to sit here and say, we've got to fight back against them and, 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 and take a stand and save cinema. It's not doing anything to hurt you, Martin. I'm sorry that while you're, while the Irishman was well received and and it was by all means it was just it, I'm sorry that it didn't do the numbers you were hoping for on Netflix, uh, Martin. It was long and it was boring. I'm sorry that people liked Avengers Endgame more. <laughs> Get the hell over it. Like it, it I'm I'm sorry. Okay, let it the frick go. Let it go. At this point, it's just pathetic. You can go on not liking them. That's fine. No one cares. It's not going to affect the box office just because Martin Scorsese doesn't go see the next, you know, Black Panther or Captain America or Batman. Who cares? But then to double down and say we need to people need to support filmmakers like Christopher Nolan. Oppenheimer is currently one of the most successful movies of the year. And then the number one is, by the way, Barbie. Barbie. Uh, Still wrap my head around that. Um, But Christopher Nolan, so people love Oppenheimer, Tenet, um, Inception, Interstellar, everything this man has made since Batman Begins, people have gone to see. And with the exception of Tenet, because the movie's just weird, people have loved the things that he's put out. And I'm probably forgetting a movie, too, now that I'm I'm saying it out loud. It's the world. Dunkirk, thank you. Prestige. Thank you. Well, I was talking since Batman Begins the Dark Knight. Yeah, Prestige is between Batman Begins and Dark Knight. I thought it was before Batman Begins. Anyway, not important. Regardless, <laughs> people go see Christopher Nolan movies. People love Christopher Nolan movies. And he also created what is considered one of the great comic book movie trilogies, which includes one of what is considered one of the greatest comic book movies ever made in the dark night. Are you sure we're talking about the same guy, Martin Scorsese? Are you sure you're not thinking of somebody else? Yeah. Are we sure? This is classic of like, you didn't do your homework and you spoke out of your ass and like, like, dude, I just don't. It makes me wonder. Like it really, truly does make me wonder. Has he not seen the Dark Knight? Does he not know that's Christopher Nolan? Does he not know it? Like, he doesn't. He doesn't. Does he just genuinely not real? Is it so? Is it so beyond his capability of understanding that someone like Christopher Nolan could direct a comic book movie? Is it like? Is it feels to me like he's saying, "Well, there's no way Christopher Nolan would ever direct a comic book movie, let alone one of the greatest ones to, uh, to the first comic book movie to win any kind of Oscar, as far as I'm concerned." So, I don't. This is stupid. This is so stupid, and I hate that we have to talk about this because it's stupid. <laughs> No, I, I think it's somebody who doesn't know any better, who isn't watching the movies, doesn't know who's involved in the projects, and just knows that these films are now taking over the box office. And because his movies aren't doing that, 
he's upset. And I like don't care. But it's not <laughs> but it's not like Scorsese's movies were ever taking over the box office. They were successful and they were expertly made. Yeah. But they were never the box office kings. So it's not like anything's changed, Marty. I'm well, sorry. And I think too, this is where I, I may I may be going a little far with this. Is we also just look at the landscape of geekdom, of the zeitgeist, like of what is the thing? Look, it used to be that, you know, you'd you 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 know make references to goodfellas or make jokes about the godfather. Everybody was even if they weren't watching the movies, we all knew what it was. And it was like, you know, we had the t-shirts and then this and then that and posters that's all gone. That's all being replaced by superhero stuff, you know? And I think that's maybe part of what he's, you know, he just like, ultimately he's not relevant anymore and it's pissing him off and he doesn't know how to change that. And he's thinking, I wouldn't go as far as say he's not relevant anymore, but, but I would, I would say, I would also go ahead and say that the idea that they're taking over everything is, is a, gross minimalization of how many movies are made every year yeah. they're really not are they are they the financially the most successful to an extent yeah but as we as we all know as every as every person that gives a shit about film knows box office success does not equal quality Correct. the transformers movies make billions of dollars <laughs> and they're great and <laughs> no <laughs> no look suicide squad the first one about crossed a billion dollars because people kept going to see it yeah like like things can make money and not be good i mean the only reason cats made as much money as it did was everybody was so curious to see just how bad that train wreck could be and wow that well, is and, and that I, is an experience but i also mean like just like t-shirts toys like it's but that's everywhere. always it's but the, but the thing is that's not different from how it's always been correct there's always been comic book toys there's always been that's how this shit started half this stuff is made specifically to sell merch that's the no it's and that's kind of what's so frustrating about this nothing's changed yeah. there's just they're just movies now when you read more into his statement he says things like you know First of all, I love that he says, go out there and do it. Don't re go, go reinvent. Don't complain about it. Really? You're going to tell people not to complain about things. Yeah. Really? Re <laughs> okay. Oh, we're, oh, we're doing this. Okay. Marty, uh, he says, but it's true. We've got to save cinema. I do think that the manufactured content isn't really cinema. He said, it's almost like AI making a film. That is the most asinine thing. To compare using CGI and special effects to using artificial intelligence to write, that spits in the face of both of the strikes that are going on slash ending at the time of this recording. Yeah. Well, the writer's strike is, as of right now, the writer's strike is officially ended. Um, they are back to taping shows. They're, they are back to writing and taping uh, the live talk shows. All the, all the talk show guys are coming back. <laughs> Stephen Colbert posted the other day that they're back having meetings again. All that's coming back. Other stuff is still staying halted because the writers have basically said they will only work on non SAG projects at the moment. Yeah. Which is totally because SAG SAG supported them from day one. Um, but for Scorsese to say that it kind of spits in the face of what the strikes have meant about standing up against studios using AI. Like how fucking dare you, dude? 
that's disrespectful. That's really disrespectful, in my opinion. He's just an old dude crying. That's ultimately what it logs yeah. into, what it, what it boils down to. All right, let's gloss over some positive happy news before we before we uh, go visit an old friend. How about that? Let's do it. All right, cool. So um, Insight Editions Batman. This is this cool book that's coming out. We talk about some comic book stuff. Uh, <laughs> it, putting out a thing called Batman, the Multiverse of the Dark Knight. And uh, it's got the cover art on this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen with you here, Matt. And in three, two, one. So this is this is what it looks like. It's Batman: The Multiverse of the Dark Knight. It's an illustrated guide. Uh, it's written by Matthew Manning, illustrated by uh, I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Flavio Pop. Um, but you see this cover. It's got like this is the 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 Batman who laughs. Batman who laughs. That's um, that's noir Batman, I think. Or no, not no. Um, yeah, no. It's so, I don't know. Yeah. This one over here is the anime one. No, I think that's Kingdom Come. Batman. Oh, you're right. You know that is the you're right. That's Kingdom Come. And you got Batman Beyond, Gotham yeah. by Gaslight, uh, uh, Dark, Dark Knight Me- Armored. You got Standard Thomas, Bats and Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne, yeah. yeah. Um, I love this. I love this burst of the city with the bats too. That's it looks really cool. It's it's pretty. I mean, like that standard Batman fair, but it just it's very well done. So the whole thing is done as kind of like an illustrated guide from the files of uh, Oracle's archives. Remember those like Star Wars visual dictionaries that were yeah. like in the eighties? That's what this is. Yeah. Of like of like of like Batman tech and the through that the multiverse. So um that is that is pretty spectacular. Like I I really want to pick this up. Um <laughs> I I really do. Uh it'll be available uh, October thirty first, uh for uh it'll be retailing at thirty four ninety nine. Which I mean, look at this art. I mean, this art is spectacular. This is very well done stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I, this is this kind of thing always makes me smile because it's like to to think there's even a multiverse in Batman and that somebody made a book because there's that much of a fandom around it is just insane to me sometimes. Well, it, you know, when you live in a world where Batmite exists and yeah. uh, Mister 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 sure um and i just i love how it's like they said it looks like it's from oracle's computer uh yeah which is it's just it's a great clever idea and i hope i i used to so when i was in middle school i used to walk to the library by my house all the time and would just go flip through the star wars visual dictionaries constantly that's how i learned that's how i learned most of what i know about old star wars eu yeah was from those things um and that's I love those books. I was obsessed with them. So to see what I can get one of these for for some Batman's, uh, that's I'll have to pick that up. Uh, the official review for this, by the way, is on Batman-News.com. So uh, that's nice. where we're getting a lot of this a lot of this information from. I just wish they would do turnarounds of every version. So if you want to cosplay, you get better art for that. <laughs> right? I know. Right? Make it like a, like a like a digital read along companion app or something like that. Yeah. Just come on. Um, so, uh, let's see. So some more news coming here out of Warner brothers and DC studios. So, uh, DC studios now officially has their physical location. Um, so Warner brothers studios at leaves den has been doing, uh, some massive expansions. And, uh, with that is going to come, uh, the physical, uh, 10 new sound stages at the studio for DC to use for DC studios. Uh, the work is expected to begin uh, in, uh, in spring of next year 
and should be completed by 2027. Now, now that doesn't mean that like that means that they're going to be shooting on a on just other Warner Brothers lots and what what have you for now, as as you usually would do. And then they'll have their own dedicated studio lots uh, in about four years, uh, which is pretty cool. What's your over and under on? They're making their own volume in this studio. (laughs) Oh, that's a thousand percent happening. (laughs) There's no way they're not. That technology has changed filmmaking in ways I I can't even I still can't fully process. Yeah. Like anytime I watch because I know I know a lot of things are shot on volume right now, like like The Last of Us. They those scenes of The Last of Us that were shot on the volume are so seamless. Yeah. It's it's truly incredible. Like when I go back and watch earlier episodes of The Mandalorian now, I kinda notice it more, but it they've but they've since that was kind of like the break the breakthrough show for that yeah uh the mandalorian and the batman really really uh pushed it um so this is a cool idea uh and 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 you know speaking of dc studios here's the thing matt i haven't used them in a while so i have to look and see if i still have my tickets but do you still have your tickets to the gun show Yes, to the yes. gun show, Matthew, because we're going back to the gun show. <laughs> we haven't been to the gun show in a while, mostly because all throughout this writer's strike, James Gunn has stayed pretty quiet about Everything. about stuff because, <laughs> you know, he can't be a, he, as a studio head. He can't be out there on the picket lines with them. Yeah. Um, he has to he has to tread carefully. So what it's the best way to make sure you don't say the wrong thing. You just say nothing. He's just kept things pretty personal. Uh, but he recently uh, took to threads uh, to clarify for someone when the DCU canon officially begins, because there has been uh, some, we, and we've questioned it. Well, like there has been some questionable, not questionable, but confusing language. Yes. As to what is a part of it and what is not. So James Gunn uh, did a clarification for somebody over on threads. Here is the official words from James Gunn. Nothing is canon until creature commandos of next year, a sort of aperitif to the DCU, and then a deeper dive into the universe with Superman legacy. After that, it's a very human drive to want to understand everything all the time. But I think it's okay to be confused on what's happening in the DCU since no one has seen anything from the DCE from the DCU yet. He went on to add a second message that said, and yes, some actors will be playing characters they've played in other stories and some plot points might be consistent with plot points from the dozens of films, shows and animated projects that have come from DC in the past, but nothing is canon until Creature Commandos and Legacy. When asked to confirm which actors are confirmed to continue forward, Gunn confirmed three actors. He confirmed that Jolo Mandu Maradunia will continue playing Blue Beetle. Viola Davis will continue as Amanda Waller and John Cena will continue as Peacemaker. Gunn has said Harley Quinn will be in the new DCU, but there is no confirmation as of yet about Margot Robbie reprising the role when the WGA strike having now drawn to a close. Hopefully we'll be learning some more details in the very near future. That is all straight from Batman dash news dot com. Thank you guys so much for the 
this website we don't talk about them nearly enough on here a lot of the news we get for this show comes off this website these guys are absolutely yep. incredible they do a lot of really hard work comics toys movies video games anything to do with batman and dc adjacent like these guys are awesome um so that's that's where we're at so basically it's because you got to remember like they're not gonna when they talk about like previous plot points continuing on you can't change too many of those because they're inherent to the nature of the character's original story correct like like specific little non things might change but ultimately other you know ultimately certain things are going to have to remain consistent for the character to be the character but basically it's kind of like with star wars we're doing for dc for the dcu what star wars did when disney bought it it's basically nothing from here on out it's only canon if it happens here that's what it was for Star Wars. Star Wars said anything that well, Disney Man said anything that was not in a movie did not happen. Forget your books, forget your comics, forget everything else. If it didn't happen in a movie, it didn't happen going forward. Anything put out Star Wars, unless we say otherwise, is canon to this universe. James Gunn is pulling the Disney the Disney effect with DC. He's saying anything we do from Creature Commandos forward is canon to the dcu unless we say otherwise which will be like your elseworld stuff the batman joker uh teen titans go to use as example um patrol stuff like that i where does where do you sit with that i I was gonna ask you where do you sit with that no i think this i think (laughs) i think it's about time he he kind of clarified this yeah because of everything that's happened i uh, you know we've i think we've agreed upon this he really had to see what the flash blue beetle shazam was going to do before he could confirm or deny yeah yeah well i mean black adam obviously once it bombed he was like nope this dude's out yeah so i think this is a nice way to say ezra's gone yeah ezra's gone you are absolutely correct and this is a nice way to say, I like Blue Beetle. I'm keeping him. Viola Davis, John Cena. The, yeah, those are staying. And I also am very curious about after she made a over billion dollar movie for them, if Warner Brothers is like, well, let's maybe talk to Robbie about coming back. She she did make a very successful movie. She also made. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about Margot Robbie. You're talking about no Margot Gal-Gan- Robbie. No. No, Rob, oh. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie just made a billion plus movie about a doll. Barbie, yeah. So I have a feeling she may be back on the table. Probably, um, but I, I, I guarantee. Wrong. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> she oh, may be she's... back in contention for the role. Sorry. There we go. No, you're fine. I might cut that out. Uh, so what? What? So what? what I, you're absolutely right. I think part of where why because also he doesn't want to play his whole hand yet. Correct. Obviously, more announcements to come. Because also remember, there is still a SAG strike going on. Yes. So odds are, her whatever negotiations they need to have with her probably have not concluded yet. And so as long as the strike is as the SAG strike is ongoing, they will not conclude. So he's not going to speak on those. These are probably the ones they already had locked down pre-strike. And yeah. Aquaman hasn't come out yet. And I think post Aquaman, we'll find out if what we all think is going to happen is that he will continue as Aquaman. I'm still leaning toward it just because he's, 
he's going to continue as Aquaman. I have every confidence he's going to continue as Aquaman because the problem because the problems with Aquaman were not Jason Momoa. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. say what you will. I really like the movie. Say what you will about the movie's flaws. The flaws are not Jason Momoa in the movie. Well, They're just it's, it's story. No matter of the flaws, businesses don't care about the flaws. They care about the money. And it's the dollars. only billion dollar movie they have. J- Jason as- Momoa is a fucking star right now. Yeah. So, but these are the, but the odds are they probably, and you know, they don't want to say one way or another as far as he goes until, until Jason, until Aquaman two comes out in December. Yeah, which- I still, I still, I, every time I think about it, the fact that that's actually happening, it makes me mentally exhausted. Um, but you know, yeah, though, this was, this was really welcome clarification because we we've posited on this quite a few times, especially since the flash and blue beetle. So uh, this is, like I said, when you, and when you apply that star Wars analogy to it, where it's the idea of like, okay, like please continue watching and enjoying everything. Once creature commandos hits, everything after that is considered official DCU canon, unless we say it is part of Elseworlds. Yeah. And then I also, am, I'm going to say like, I'm really glad dude's coming back as blue beetle. He deserves it. Yeah. That movie deserved to make a lot more money than it did. And it really breaks my heart. Yeah. That blue beetle. I hope, you know what? I actually really hope because it is coming out on Blu ray and 4K, I believe, soon. I just saw it to go back to Batman news.com. It's on Amazon Prime now, or who? I believe it's, it's one of those big ones. Yeah, because it's not on Max yet. Yeah. Uh, I just, I saw it on here earlier. Let me pull it up because I want to, I want to read it from here. Uh, blue beetle coming to 4K and Blu ray. Uh, oh, it's. Uh, October thirty first. October thirty first. It's on. You can get it for premium digital, which is yeah. like yeah, buying it on Amazon now. Um, and you can get it four uh, K Ultra HD Blu Ray and DVD on October thirty first. Perfect. Cool. Um, I hope that movie does gangbusters in home release sales and streaming numbers. Yes, I really yeah. think it will. I really do think it will because I think not enough people went to go see it while it was in theaters. I think enough word of mouth is spread around like, hey, this movie kind of slaps. Yeah. And then I think people said, OK, cool. We'll wait till it's out on streaming and then we'll watch it for ourselves. I think this is going to do really high streaming and home sale numbers. Yeah, I'm going to go buy the Blu-ray. I'm going to be totally honest. I'm going to go physically buy a Blu-ray. I only do that for certain movies. I really, really liked Blue Beetle. So yeah, I want to really I, I want to I want to see I want to see stuff. Uh, I want to see what's in there, like deleted scenes and all that. I, w- I want to see some behind the scenes on this movie, especially because of the whole like HBO Max switch over. Oh, yeah. So I want to know about that. Um, but man, okay. So that's guy. Sorry, this is longer than I think we intended it to be. But it's just it was a bunch of stuff. Uh, we've got dumb stuff but there's a lot of really good cool stuff going on right now and and uh especially coming out of the coming out of the gun show coming out of the james gun camp some great news uh some really great clarifying information and guess what up-to-date news for us but a week late for you is my spirit animal <laughs> from peacemaker has been confirmed that he will continue to play vigilante in the DCU, which yeah. is fantastic because he was the best part of that show, in my opinion. But and I want to yeah. see him in his own show. But well, no, say Vigilante is one of those characters who like prior prior to Arrow, no one gave a shit about because he had been in like Justice League Unlimited a couple of times, but it wasn't like a landmark character. 
it was a character nobody really just wasn't on anyone's radar when they said he was going to be an arrow season uh five don't quote me on that maybe four it was one of those um <laughs> i was like really that guy but then when i saw which version of vigilante they were doing i was like oh that's cool and his suit was a cool it was a cool take and then and it was an interesting take on Vigilante, so it, it was pretty good. And then when I heard he was going to be in Peacemaker, I was like, we just did Vigilante. Why are we doing it again? And then I saw, again, a different take on the look and the way that it's played in the show in Peacemaker. It's it's so good. It was it easily stole the show. Uh, and that's not easy to do when you've got John Cena working circles around everybody. So very glad that he's coming back. Uh, we know Peacemaker season two is coming. Um, yeah. So uh, it's good that he's going to be back uh, in the DCU. I, like, and, and like we posited earlier, we're probably going to start seeing more of this information coming out as we get further as they're, along. They're casting. Like I, I said it before when they announced some of the casting for Superman Legacy. Uh, I feel like they're going to appear somewhere else. Sure. Yeah. Like, like you, you, you confirming this. I know he's confirming a lot of people, but him confirming this guy's there. That's great. That means he's probably going to be a Waller. Mm-hmm. That means he's definitely going to be in Peacemaker season two. Yeah. And because uh, their bromance is just everything. Yes. In Peacemaker. So it's almost as good as ours. It's almost as good as ours. Ours is hard to top. <laughs> There's not it many is, people who on a Tuesday afternoon, I'd be sitting in my office talking about Batman with not a long list is it tuesday is it tuesday it's thursday Thursday. i'm so tired i'm so (laughs) tired and and this has been an exhausting day already because we recorded 30 minutes of news and then i was like okay cool i can we're we're gonna move on to the next thing no we can't no we can't but now we can now we can move on to the next thing which is we uh, today we are uh gonna have just a fun free form exploration uh, as we get into spooky season uh, with with We Are the Batman, uh, you know what we like to do at Halloween, Matt? They like to wear costumes. Yeah, yes, you we do. You know who else likes to wear costumes? The Batman. Batman. Uh, and yeah, Batman, Batman has worn quite a few over the decades. And so I thought it would be fun today to just, let's just talk about bat suits. Like, let's talk about what we look for in a good bat suit. Let's talk about the ones that have checked those boxes. Let's talk about the ones that maybe missed the mark. Uh, let's talk about where bat suits have come and gone over the years. It's it's just a fun. Now we, we stick in live action, or are we going to go, go all over nuts, the place, man? We... Go nuts, okay. dude! Okay. Let's let's have fun with it. It's it's spooky season. It's we're talking about Batman costumes. There's only so, there's only so much seriousness I can put into a topic like that. Uh, let's be <laughs> honest here. Um, what's up? And I know we've I know we've touched on this a couple of times. What makes a great bat suit for matthew hasso man not all black no <laughs> no i know that's you brought that up many times you, you yeah. don't like the all black i think the problem with the all black is the and i've said it before is the moment he goes out into during the day it just looks silly it really does it's it's hard to kind of pull that off but no like my thing is i like a sleek slim batman who i know can move and fight in my in the outfit and that's where like you know the val kilmer one was the first in my opinion to kind of slim it down a bit and look like he could actually be a martial artist um but i that that's my thing is like i've i don't know if i've said it on our show but i remember the first time i watched captain america winter soldier and he had that stealth suit i was like that's what batman should be wearing he shouldn't be wearing rubber muscles 
<laughs> he shouldn't be wearing motorcycle armor. Like that suit is what Batman should be wearing. It's 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 I hate using the word tactical, but it's tactical. It's, it's material. It's it's just perfect. You know, he can move in it. I mean, that's why Chris Evans, they made that thing for Chris Evans in that movie because they were kicking up the action for everything. Yeah, they were. And it's like, to me, that's what I like. Like, I I, I don't like armored Batman. Okay. Armored Batman to me can be anybody. Cloth Batman, that's a specific person. So I'd like the, the gray and the blue or the gray and the black. I like a sleek look. I I, I I just feel like I know people. I mean, I know the realistic is you're going to have to armor up, but the more armor you put on, the less special Bruce Wayne as Batman becomes, in my opinion. I think it depends on what kind of threats Batman's facing, honestly. Like like the world that that Batman exists in. Like, I feel like while I while Christian Bale, not not to jump ahead here, but while Christian Bale's uh, second bat suit is far from my favorite it makes sense in the world that he lives in you know what i mean like i get why he's wearing that that second suit i just wish it looked better you know yeah the the realism of what you'd want to wear when you're out and about is that suit but i think the batman takes it to the place it should i'm gonna show you one i'm gonna i'm gonna pull my screen up here and i'm gonna show you something here in a sec but uh, you know i know you have i know you're not into the you're not into the video games you haven't played the uh the arkham video games i've played a few here and there but not like to, not I, to any degree of like depth or anything yeah. like that yeah i i like i know that like uh, through the action figures i know this is arkham city batman so they did are they did arc they did batman beyond in arkham city and it was pretty much just a straight like like pixel for pixel just the smooth skin like like beat for beat recreation when they did it for arkham knight um because they were using unreal engine and they were trying to make all the skins interactive with the cutscenes in in the game so that way they didn't have like a weird non-translation or whatever they redesigned yeah. the batman beyond suit to fit in with what they needed it to do um yeah. in the game I'm trying to get you a bigger version of this picture so you can actually see it but so you can see where it kind of is like a weird amalgamation of batman beyond and the second suit from the dark knight yeah and i actually think that this is more in line of what i think a real batman would look like than christian bale's the dark knight uh suit yeah no, it, it kind of like when I see that, I don't know if you know what UD replicas are. Yes. But that's all that makes me think of. It's like, yeah, UD replicas. And having worn a UD replica suit, I would absolutely die if I had to fight crime in it. Right. Oh, yeah. No, this doesn't look comfortable even remotely. That being said, it looks really good on screen when you're playing it, oh, with no. it in the game. I mean, it, it looks cool as yeah, hell. It's, like, I'm not going to say it good. doesn't. Um, so, yeah. So, so you, like, you like a nice color scheme because I, I know you had some mixed feelings about uh, uh the bat suit we saw from uh batfleck in the flash like the color scheme was there but the look of the suit was a little off i just think it looks like duct tape like the, the texture is just a weird no, no, texture. not just not, like not that one not the one from bbs and oh. justly the one from the flash oh the flash. yeah i know, I know you yeah, i know just... you like the color scheme but you didn't like the look no, the weird metal plates on yeah. it. Like it looked like something we missed the story that that suit made sense in and the cowl looked somehow worse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how because I because I so I, I really like Batflex bat suit from BVS and Justice League. Um, 
And but one of the things I liked most about it was I liked the fit of the cowl. I liked the way it fit his head. There was something about yeah. it in the flash that didn't it it gave me the feeling like his suit wasn't finished. You know, Batman yeah. doesn't usually and also remember Batman doesn't usually go out in the day. So any bat suit's gonna look kind of silly in daylight, I feel like. And you're right. I do kind of wonder, like, is there a story there about like his suit? Because they mentioned that like he made this new suit for Barry. So like, was he making himself one and it's not done yet? And it's just what he had, maybe. Um, yeah. I don't know. But uh but yeah, for, for me, I'm kind of similar. I don't mind the all black, but I I'm a guy who I like a yellow utility belt. And I'm usually okay, someone who hates fair. the color yellow. I want to be very clear. I usually hate the color yellow, but there's something about that kind of like metallic yellow. It's almost bronze-ish or rusty. Uh, that they use a yeah. lot with Batman that I really enjoy. I like a yellow utility belt. Um, and I like the bat insignia to stand out in some way. Uh, as much as yeah. I really do, and I really like Christian Bale's bat suit as far as the overall design goes, I wish his bat logo stood out a little bit more, whether it was some kind of trim around it or some raising, but it's like it's just kind of got a wire drawing of the symbol on it into the material and then that's kind of it and then the and then it's almost non-existent on his on his uh second suit um yeah i so i liked i liked the color scheme of of ben, of ben affleck's a lot and i liked the overall design i get the i get the duct tape comparison but i think they were trying to go more for yeah no this this isn't this isn't played in armor this dude is just jacked uh this this guy is just scary uh, it was very it I, I despite his bulkiness, I actually found him quite creaturey uh, in that bat suit, but a lot of it had to do with that mask. Um, but yeah, well, and I think too, like I appreciate that he he does look like he's walking right out of the Dark Knight. Comic. Oh sure, and sometimes that is also like wow. Like the first time I saw the suit, besides the texture, I was like, but at the same time, he he's coming right out of that comic. Yeah, the translation of that is 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 stellar i mean is, I, I know people yeah. are mixed on Zack snyder he is nothing if not a very visual visually skilled director um but yeah i like i like i like a yellow utility belt and i like a i like my bat symbol to pop a little bit um it doesn't have to be the keaton and kilmer black on yellow but just something to make it pop a little bit otherwise what's the point of having it if you can't see it um yeah I like my Batman with the cape. I know I'm typically a Batman Beyond uh, aficionado. I like that he has the <laughs> glider wings. I but much like much like the Joker said in Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker, uh, uh, the ears are too long, and I miss the cape because I don't I don't yeah. love the long ear. I like my ears like like not not joke short, not like bat not like Adam West Batman short, but I don't like them. Uh, classic uh, like Arkham Asylum long devil horn looking things. I, I like them kind of kind of medium. Uh, I don't like them ridiculous because then otherwise it just looks silly. Uh, I mean, unless you're Norm Brayfogle or Kelly Jones yeah. drawing Batman with or having Batman with long bat ears, it's a bit odd. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I, I don't know why we started doing that, but let's not do that. Um, but and also speaking of utility belts, I like my utility belts a little practical. I like them to have the pouches. Yeah, uh, I don't know it why. Just look like a yellow rubber band. Yeah, like, and I think, and, and you know what I think it is, and, and this might shock some people. I love camping. I love camping, okay. and I like camping gear. 
so I like like and you can ask anybody who's ever you can ask my roommate right now any any girlfriends anyone who's ever lived with me I love having I love storage I love having storage spaces and, and places to put things because I'm a dork like that. So the idea of having the pockets, why, that's why I loved Christian Bale's first bat suit when you watch him put the stuff in the pouches and line them up on the belt. Oh, that gave me the ASMR tingles when I watched that every single time. That's what I love yeah. in my utility belts. Well, having cosplayed Batman briefly, my biggest gripe was finding a belt that was that actually worked like because most of those belts most cosplay in general is just fake oh it's not functional and (laughs) yeah and like most of the belts you'd find like they're just it's just a rubber mold it's not you it doesn't work or you're gonna spend 350 bucks and two of the pockets might work so i remember the one i had for the longest time was like it it sucked because it eventually fell apart but it was like a foam batman Mm -hmm. belt and the belt and the pockets work so that you, I could carry my phone and my wallet. I don't know why you'd want your keys in your pocket. God forbid you need to carry your personal items at one of these conventions where you have to yeah. carry a thousand that, badges and have cash on hand. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it got to it. Cause of the thing of it is, is like, like dude, Batman, the original bat suit I had, or most of the bat suits you find, like they're just like leotards yeah. almost like there's nowhere to put your stuff. I had, I think that one of the times I remember sticking my stuff in the boots and that sucked because yeah. then you're like lifting your leg. To and there are stuff. women who do that every day. I don't know how y'all walk around with shit in your boots. I, I get a pebble yeah. in my boot and it ruins my day. So yeah, the women out there. Who, so that was yeah, the, yeah, the, don't the, do you, you hats yeah, off yeah. to you anyway. Yeah. So, so moving to Captain America and he has thigh pockets cause it's the MCU. Version. I know. So, I don't have to worry about the belt. At not, that not, point, to, but, not to keep yeah. drawing comparisons to women's fashion, but like it has pockets. Oh, that, my wife got leggings with pockets. She was thrilled. Dude, as that, not to go too off topic, man, that Captain America still suit rocks. First time I saw that suit, in the trailer, I was like, that's, that's that. I want that shirt. I want that shirt. I want the shirt. I want the shirt. <laughs> um, I love that. That's suit. a great suit. Well, let's let's talk about let's talk about some of our favorites, man. Like, what are like when I say like 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 name name some of your favorite bat suits? What are the first few ones that come to mind? Anything, movie, the movies, kill- animated, anything? Yeah, the Kilmer suit. I think the first one, the one he wears at the beginning, not the one that for some reason every photograph is that horrible one at the end. Because it's got nipples. The on. sonar That's why one. It's, it's got the nipples. Yeah, I guess so. But then, like, um, I honestly like the Batman Begins suit. Like, I think it's it, really good. It looks right. It makes sense. I mean, I know it's the urethane, but I feel like I like how that looked. He does look like Batman. The the Dark Knight, the motorcycle armor one doesn't quite look like Batman. But then to kind of jump jump into c- cartoons, I think I mentioned this on the phone with you. Like the one thing that Young Justice cartoon was costume designs were mm. amazing. And Batman's suit in the first two seasons of that show is stellar. It's what I, my first Batman suit I based it on, even though it doesn't look anything like Mm -hmm. it because I'm not that built. But if I ever went back to doing a Batman suit, I would do that suit. I mean, I just think like the, the weird black seams look cool. The way everything is set up, the symbol. um, I think that suit is awesome. And you know, I don't know if I do the trunks again, but I mean, it, it's it's just a cool looking suit. And it does go into that whole thing of like, it's it's not over muscly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a cartoon, so they can't go over overboard with the definition. But I just think it just it looks like the comic, but not. And I think that's that's actually really cool. Yeah, I too. I mean, we, we and we just talked about it 
last week with our Batman Begins breakdown. I mean, we gushed over that suit. It's it's like it's just such a satisfying shade of black. I don't know what it is. It's fantastic. Yeah. Something I don't think we talked about in the episode. I can't remember if we did or not, but I think you alluded to it. Is I love the way his cape sits. How it's kind of connected to the front almost, so it sits kind of covering covering his front a little bit by design. And I like that because one, I think it just makes for a really cool silhouette look. But growing up as a kid, and this is such a weird thing. It's probably early signs that I was like ADHD as hell. But um, <laughs> I always thought it was the coolest shit in the world when in the animated series, in Bruce Timm's animated series, when his cape would close around his shoulders and kind of meet in the middle and go down. Yeah. I always thought that was the coolest shit in the world. So every time I would ask my mom to make me a cape for Halloween or I'd drape a jacket over my shoulders, pretend it was the Batman cape, I would go out of my way to try and get it to meet in the middle like that because I thought it was a cool look. It's part of the reason why I love Jedi so much is because their cloaks do that. Christian Bale's Batman cape kind of does that because of how it's designed. And it's a really good look. I love it when the capes come over the shoulders and are part of the front of the chest piece. Like I like that with the new 52 Superman suit as well, that it comes out of yeah. the S logo. Um, I like that with, 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 with the capes. So you get a new 52. I know people are mid mixed on, on the new 52. I really like the new 52 bat suit. I thought it was really cool. It, I, I think, because Jim Lee, and my, my understanding is Jim Lee redesigned everybody's costumes. And I think of all the ones, I think some of the other ones got a little too over the top with the weird seams for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. But I liked what they did with Batman suit in that. I, I thought it looked really slick. Adding the gauntlets, like, I think gauntlets make sense. Mm -hmm protecting your your forearms because you're blocking and punching and doing all things making that more metallic looking i think it was great um yeah i thought that suit was really, really and i cool. love no that's that's really yeah good. i know i was gonna say and what i what i, but okay. what I, but what I also <laughs> loved as much as i love the new 52 suit the rebirth the rebirth suit was really good i loved like it's it, the cape interior is that classic Batman glove purple that it was back in the old days. I love the look of the belt. Again, I love the detail, the trim around the bat logo. This was a really it's it's just the right height for the Batman ears for me. I don't like it when the cape drags for three feet like a wedding train in some of the comics. <laughs> drives me nuts. It's not practical. Yeah. It's it's just, to me like everything the new 52 suit did right for me. The rebirth suit did even better. I was really satisfied with the rebirth suit. Yeah, I really like that one a lot. The bringing the yellow back on the symbol, but not the yellow oval, just making it the trim, I thought was perfect. Yeah. It um, makes it look raised a little bit because I, I don't think it is, but it makes it look kind of raised. And it, it, it's, yeah. it's yeah, and I love I love that it's black and yellow, black with yellow trim on the utility belt. Um, it's yeah it was a really it was a really cool look but get into like the movies like i've said before like i really like the bat flex suit i really like uh bale's first suit you know keaton's keaton suits and and val kilmer's first one are are fine um you know i like them i don't love them um and and you know i mean obviously we got to talk about battinson's as well i mean robert pattinson's suit it's a it's a cool kind of like we talk about like what it would look like in the world that he lives in yeah, that's what that bat suit's gonna look like. And I'm and I'm it makes me abundantly curious for what it's gonna look like in the next one. Yeah. I 
I really like Batman suit. I think again, I'm always I'm not the biggest fan of Batman being bulletproof. Yeah. But at the same time, there is like yeah. If somebody pulls a gun, you can't always be there in time. Well, and and <laughs> so again, it makes sense. In the modern day in 2023, this isn't this isn't back in the 40s and 50s when everybody had a six shooter. Like, yeah, anywhere he goes, they've got AR-15s. He's got to be able to deal yeah. with that. It's kind of just, it's 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 the sad fact of reality. So either you're going to have to give him superpowers or you have to, you're going to have to put some armor on him. I, and I, I liked yeah. the way Batfleck worked around that where it was like just, it was underneath, it was in the lining of the suit where they talked yeah. about that. I thought that was, I, I liked a lot of the technical choices they made for Batfleck's suit to make it work. I love the voice modulator, which was an idea that they pulled from, uh, from arrow and the flash. Cause they did that, uh, you know, flash would vibrate his head. And, and then, uh, in arrow season two, they introduced their voice modifier. So I like that they did that. You see, you see him and Alfred working on the lining of the suit with the armor and all that, you know, it just, it, and he even has armor at the end of justice league. Cause he kind of, cause it just, it just kind of, he's like, you know what? It just, it calls for it. So when the situation calls for it, I'm cool with it. Um, but having it be the whole suit, yeah, I get why that's a little, it's a little, because eh, that's how I felt about yeah. Bale's second suit. Um, so that's why I'm curious yeah. to see what, what does it for Battenson's suit for me is two, there's two main details that do it. One is I love, I love the, the cowl. The cowl is so good. It's, it's that hand stitched leather. It looks skull like almost frames his face just nicely. It's a great cowl and you can really emote with it. And I also love the high collar of the cape, how it gives it that noir detective trench coat look. Uh, those yeah. are the two things about his suit in particular that really do it for me. No, I I, I liked everything about that suit. I did like, you know, I didn't know if I was going to like that cowl, but then seeing it in action and seeing him be able to act through it was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, the little throwing darts on his forearms that are throwing darts and also protection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think as, as cool as I'll get out. Um, yeah. I, I, the thing that I really liked about it, even though you don't, you get a hint of it, but you don't ever know it is that if he removes the armor and the cowl and the cape, he's just in a normal outfit yeah. that he uses to drive around. He's able to carry that suit around in his backpack. Cause we see it happen. And yeah. in, in the, in the, in the third act, when he breaks into or the end of the, the, the end, the end of the second act, right? When he breaks into the iceberg lounge, yeah. he goes in, in the hoodie and the ball cap and just slips in, goes in, does his thing. And then, or even in the beginning when he's in the train, the suit is able to be taken off quickly and stuffed in a backpack. Uh, yeah. That's which is, which is such a Spider-Man thing. And I love it. But yeah. so it, it makes sense in that world. Well, and it also allows him to disappear mm -hmm. and reappear relatively easy. So I, I, I really like that kind of stuff with him. Um, as far as Keaton's Batman suit, as much as I kind of give it some grief, like they just didn't know what they were doing. It was just, honestly just, the worst thing about it's the cowl. Yeah. It's well, it's just fit. like, yeah, you, no one's done anything like this yeah. before. Like it, it's literally the first time someone has done anything besides spandex for a costume. Yeah. Cause you know, you, you think about that in a way of like, look before the first Batman movie came out. There was a Batman TV show. There were the Superman movies. Was it? And that's it. You know, you have the Hulk and you have like those horrible, there was a horrible Justice League show for a it lasted for one episode. The less we say about it, yeah. but Batman wasn't in that. He was a little, mm -hmm. I think. Anyway, point being that. Like, they're going to get the rights to him. So. 
Yeah. The, the, those suits are just like, um, you know, you're trying to do something completely new. And I know part of it is probably you're trying to make Michael Keaton look bigger, but yeah. I think you just didn't know. So I can't like totally crap on it all the time. I can say like, even back then I was like, mm. but for first, at the same time, try, I had the, you know, well, which one I, I will say, do you have a preference between, between Batman and Batman returns? I think we've discussed it on the Batman, you like the first the one. Okay. Yeah. I don't like the, 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 the squared off angles of the, of the yeah. one in Batman returns as much. Well, and I was going to say is like, I will say this, that picture of Keaton as Batman in the first suit standing next to that Batmobile amazing oh, it's an amazing picture it's an it all fits mm -hmm. together so i i yeah a I, great combination i don't like it but i there were times that i loved it you know what we I mean? haven't mentioned too many of the animated ones because a lot of the animated ones tend to just pull from from the bruce tim 90s one because like even as much as you and i like the batman the animated series it was just kind of a of not not to say this negatively but just kind of a rehash of the of the bruce tim one yeah, well, because a lot of those animated, they're just like you say, they pulling it from yeah. the page and just making it a cartoon. Because why fix what ain't broke? The yeah. only one that really did anything different with it was itself when Justice League came around, uh, or when it did yeah. its redesign. Uh, I will now here's now here's one I'll put to you: Which do you prefer, the Batman redesign from the from the new Adventures of Batman and Robin, or the one from Justice League and Justice League Unlimited? I like I like the. Between those two, yeah. I would play the Justice League one yeah. just because they bring back the blue. Yes, exactly. What I was, was going to say is there's there's just I get what they were going for with those redesigns they did when they brought in Superman and all that. And they did the whole the whole 2000s redesign. I got what they were going for. I feel like they figured it out with Justice League. Uh, it just it was like it was like you guys needed one more pass at it. You know what I mean? The animation just well, needed I one more pass. It needed it just needed it needed it needed a budget. It needed more money, it felt like. Well, and I think, too, sometimes, you know, if we want to kind of stab at costumes, it's like, look, Wonder Woman has a really cool costume. Yeah. In comics. But in live action, when you put a girl in a miniskirt and a bathing suit top next to Cyborg, Aquaman, Batman, and Flash, who are all wearing full outfits, yeah. it looks stupid. It looks It, looks it just does. And, and just Joss, like Joss Whedon, for all his faults, tried to fix that with that god awful pilot that he made, <laughs> and that was not a good look. No, there, there's more you can do with that suit. Like I really like the way they made her suit look in the in the new Fifty Two version of Wonder Woman animated. Oh, where she had the long gloves. Where it was and like the, the, the one the turtleneck. Yes. That was a. I liked that redesign. It was very different. It was like what a departure, yeah. but it was a good redesign. And I think that's where going back to Batman is like having Batman in all black standing next to Superman, Flash, Green Lantern, Marsh Manhunter, Wonder yeah. Woman, all these bright colors, and he's black. It just look. I don't think it looks yeah. right. Which is why like it's pulled him back in the it's blue. It's Batman. He's supposed to stand out a little bit, but also Justice League was meant to be a very colorful show. Um, yeah. And that was, so they kind of allowed themselves that, but also I, just, I feel like they just got the angles better. It was like, they just, they, it just, they took one little tweak here and there and got it right where it needed yeah. to be. Um, they did a, a happy medium between the first three seas seasons and the fourth season of Batman animated series. And that's what you get in Justice yeah. League. Um, but other than that, there hasn't been a ton of variation on the animated suits. I mean, obviously, but also again, like the gold standard of it is the original Bruce Tim one. Cause I mean, that's, 
it's such a good animated Batman design. It's it's yeah. it's such a standard for a reason. I mean, a lot of the a lot of that show that's the introduction a lot of people, myself included, had to a lot of characters. So, excuse me, when I see anything else, I'm judging it kind of like I do with Batman voices. I'm judging yeah. it against how I was first in, 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 introduced to it. In, when I see a scarecrow, when someone says scarecrow is going to be in something, my first thought is that is the Bruce Tim scarecrow. When someone says Riddler or Joker or whatever, I, that's what I think of first because that was my that was my first introduction. So that's what I hold the standard against whenever something like this is done, especially for the first time. Yeah. You know what one surprised me that I really liked was that one from the the new 52 era of the animated movies where it has like the the slightly raised oh yeah emblem and it's the darker and it has the the chin piece on the cow. Yeah, it was it was like, it was it was the new 52 suit with a few tweaks here and there. Um and I really liked it. Yeah. The, it, yeah. I wasn't I didn't love the voice actor for that stretch of movies for Batman. Joseph Jason O'Mara. Yeah, yeah I like him. Yeah. I just didn't like him as a fit for Batman. It was a it was a weird. I it was it wasn't that it was bad. It just, it wasn't what I it wasn't happy on yeah. the ears. But I liked his suit a lot. It was it was a, it was a good look. Again, it was it was a nice little take on the new Fifty Two look. Um, the new Fifty Two suit is so good though. Um, <laughs> are there any that just you don't you just don't like? I I. I the, the bat, even though it's off the page, the bat, the Ben Affleck one, it really? just doesn't. It, the, the duct tape kind of does throw me. Um, I'm trying to think. What was the other? Let me let me let me posit something to you. Okay. Kilmer and Clooney suits. Take the nipples away. <laughs> How are we feeling? I, dude, Kilmer's. Even with the nipples, the Kilmer suit, I would take that over any of the other for first four movie suits. I think it, it it looks the most to me. If you put some gray in that, he looks like Neil Adams drew him. Mm-hmm. That's what that looks like to me. Um, the George Clooney suit. I don't know if it's just because he's short. I don't know if it's just because the movie's so bad. It just doesn't work. It doesn't. It me. doesn't fit him. Um, I'm pulling. And then when you get into the weird sonar suit for Kilmer, that's dumb. The weird ice suit that Clooney wore with the silver pieces. All, all like the ice suits are terrible. Awful. All the ice suits are terrible. Yeah. It's they're ugly. They're they're atrocious. They're horrible. Um, but I will say this, and I think we said it when we covered Batman yeah. and Robin. Like, dude, Chris O'Donnell as the the weird Robin Nightwing suit. It looked really cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and, and here's here's why I really don't like Clooney's suit. Again, yeah, part of it is it is just it does not fit him well. It really doesn't fit him right. The gloves don't look good. Um, the the fin, the shark fin instead of yeah. bats. And the weird, weird like like pleated curtain folds in his cape are an odd design. But the thing that I don't like about it the most, other than the nipples uh, and the gazillion ab muscles, I don't like that it's all one color the symbol and the belt all look like all yeah. one piece. Like the whole thing is just one big giant thing that he just puts a zipper on. Not don't love it, but like yeah. what you were about to say, the Chris O'Donnell half Nightwing, half Robin suit, take away the nipples and the bad screenwriting. Awesome. It's a pretty good suit. No, it, cause this is, you it's know, Nightwing with the cape. depending on, yeah, depending on how into the, the comics you are, 
not until the mid 2000s did Nightwing ever have red in his costume. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, it was always blue and yellow or black and blue. Yeah. So I, I honestly don't like the red. red. I don't like the red logo. No, I don't think it looks cool, but I thought in this suit when like I was like, okay, you're you're giving me the Nightwing outfit, but you're keeping him Robin. On this suit it works. Yeah, I On thought it Batman, looked cool. In the comics, in the I comics, don't. no, thank you. Honestly, the only time I, the only time I'm into it is in is in Injustice when Nightwing is Damian. Yeah. Here's a here's a random okay. one. Did you watch the the Batman Unlimited cartoons? No. God no. Okay. His there was a couple of his now he, it is the epit that show is the epitome of what Batmite is talking about yeah. at the last episode of Batman Beyond mm. is like shows that are made just for toys and every other moment their costumes are changing. Wait, wait, I'm not hang gonna on, lie. Hang on, hang on. Batmite and Batman Beyond. Batman Brave and the Bulls. Okay. I'm sorry, Batman I was about Brave to say, Bulls. is there a hidden episode <laughs> that I haven't seen that you somehow have? Because I have questions. <laughs> Batman Brave and the Bulls. So why the wasn't Bat Knight and, Bra- and Batman Beyond? <laughs> why wasn't Bat Knight and Bra- I, Brave and the that would have been a good episode. Come on. Uh, we're writing that soon. Um, <laughs> so the last episode of Batman Brave and the Bold, Batmite yeah. shows up and he makes the joke about like, let's do, if we make you on a skateboard or this, we can sell more okay. toys. The Batman Unlimited cartoon is the epitome of that. Like every other scene, all the characters have different outfits for different things. Oh my God. But there's a couple of those suits that look really cool for Batman. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> I'm not saying you should watch it. I'm just saying, like, there's a couple of the Robin yeah. suit's dumb as crap because it's he has the cowl, but he has a mullet sticking out of the back of the cowl. Gross. Gross. <laughs> so, but the green the green arrow suit looks really good to that one too. But anyway, I know you haven't. I know you know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that was it. It was just it was just one of those things where my son was the perfect age for those movies. Sure. And I got them from the library and it was like, they were fun. And they, the animal man, little shorts were fantastic. If you haven't seen them, I will send them to you. Um, I know we, we, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but the Batman beyond suit, I think it's kind of the most unique one out of all of them. We haven't really talked. We didn't touch on it a whole lot. I know we talked about the Arkham Knight looking one that I showed you. How do you feel about the Batman beyond suit? Like just as a whole. Like everything, how it looks, what it can do as far as how it works within Batman Beyond world. I know you're not the biggest Batman Beyond aficionado, but how do you feel about it as as a whole? It's Batman Iron Man. And I think for that show, it works really well. Um, I think there is definitely a cool look to that. Yeah. Like the, the black and the deep red. I, I have to agree. I wish he had a cape. But I also kind of dig the bat wings too. I'm not going to lie. Like yeah. it's, if it didn't have the bat wings, if he was just rocket booting around everywhere or or driving the both the weirdest and coolest Batmobile at the same time. Uh, Batmobile is, I can't decide how I feel about it, if I'm honest with you. Um, but uh, I'm glad he has the glider wings and I'm glad that, that red, there's something about that shade of red they got is just the right shade of red. Um, well, if you, if you haven't seen it, have you seen Batman 3000, that suit? Yeah, that's a weird, it's, it's, it's a DLC suit in most of the Arkham games. And it's, yeah, that's that, a lot. But it has that red with the, blood. Yeah. like it looks cool. So I, I, I thought that was that kind of taken from Batman yeah. Beyond of grab red. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I I think look wise, that's sh- weird. Like I think if had Batman Beyond come out, 
10 years before it did, yeah. I think I would have been right there with you. Like, this is the coolest too thing old ever. For it. I just think it was, it was a little too old for, and then, you know, being a big Nightwing fan, like there's no Nightwing. Where, he's in the comics. Why, why is it this? He's night? in the comics, and he's really cool. He's really cool in the comics. Yeah. I will say, um, he's 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 like if he's like if Nightwing and Snake Plissken. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's kind of it's kind of wild. It's really cool though. Um, I nice. yeah I and I don't know if I ever covered this when we did our Batman Beyond live action pitch. I don't think I did. Uh, but if 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 I were to, if I were to do a Batman Beyond, I would probably tone down the tech a smidge not a ton because it is blade runner batman so obviously tech is tech it's batman i would tone it down a little bit i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily have a catch-all for every single situation the way the suit kind of it became a gadget show after a while which i think was ultimate part of the what led to it not panning like it should have panning out like it should have um and just the lack of the jet boots are the thing that throw me the most i get why they're there I get why they're yeah. there. He's also got a grappling hook. Yeah. So the glider wings, cool. The grappling hook. I would hook, get cool. rid of the, if I was gonna get rid of anything first and foremost, it would be the uh the the, the active camouflage stealth mode thing, the cloak. It's gotcha. it's neat, it's cool. The whole point of Batman is that he can disappear into the shadows. I want him to disappear into the shadows, though. Like yeah. it, it's cool. I love a good cloaking device as much as any nerd. Don't get me wrong. If my car, if, if I had one on my car, oof. Oh man, I'd abuse it. No, 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 no. Look, my car needs the thing that all of our cards needs, and that's for us to grab our phone and go shields. So cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. And I love how I love I love how the animated Batmobile basically just looks like that. Just just the armored up eighty nine one. Um. We talk about suits. I think we've missed one. We have. You, you, Adam West we got to mention Adam West suit. We have to. Look, it's a product of its time. It is it what is, it is. It is what it is. It is a product of its time. It At the time, it was the best they could do. And honestly, that, all things considered, it's not that bad. Look, look this is it's what I'll say that about bad. that suit. It's pretty comic book accurate. Look, both Adam West and... Ward, what's Burt his Ward. name? Burt Ward had it lining up out of their dressing rooms. The suits couldn't have been that bad for the time. No, no. <laughs> like I'm just saying. At the like, time, they were <laughs> they were the hottest thing in Hollywood. Look, yeah. So they are what they are. They're not that bad. They're just the comic book. They're just dated. they are just they are just, just of the time. They're not. I that did bad. that. Robin's is worse, but Batman's is not that bad. Yeah. I, I laughed at the, I did that thing of like name my top five yeah. things or ask me what my top five. And someone asked like, what was your top five costume changes? And my number two, my, I think my number two or number three was like all the Robins losing the trunks and booties and getting and pants. And pants. Oh my God. I remember the, I remember as much as I hate Damian Wayne and again, cannot be understated, cannot be overstated how much I hate uh, Damian Wayne. Um, when they first revealed his look and I saw that he had boots and cargo pants, I was like, yeah, no, that's a good idea. That's a very good idea. Why did it take us this long to get pants with pockets for Robin? I mean, yeah, because Tim Drake had pants, but he didn't have. Pockets. No, he just had pants. They were just tights. Yeah. Basically, they were just uh, tights that weren't skin colored. 
Dude, I'm not going to lie. The recent Tim uh, Damian Wayne suit, the gray, red, and black, it's pretty slick. I like that suit. Doesn't change how, not saying I doesn't like change how poorly written that conceptualized that character is, but... Oh, no, I'm not defending the character. I'm just saying it was cool so suit. hard. I can't believe he's going to be the new Robin in the movies. It's, I just... I just mm, James Gunn, make a believer out of me. It's all I'm asking. Listen, guys, uh, happy Halloween season. You know, pick one of these. Pick your favorite Batman costume. And, and and go as you for Halloween this year. If you've got Batman cosplays, we'd love to see them. We would absolutely love to see your Batman cosplays. You guys can uh, send them to us on Twitter. We'd love to see them and talk about them, uh, you know, like at the end of the month. Uh, we're doing all spooky season themed episodes for this month. We've got uh, a post up on Twitter you guys can go look at. Where we're going to be talking about you know, bat suits this week. We're going to be talking about um, the long Halloween. We're going to be uh, breaking down the dark night at the end of the month. We've got some cool stuff ready for you guys this month. So please uh, make sure you check it out. And uh, so if you want to send us those uh, bat suit pictures or let us know what your favorite bat suits are and what you love about the bat suit, do that to us with us over on Twitter at we are the Batman. And you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Shea. And you can find me at Mr. J Ninja. And if you want, I stupidly, not thinking about it, sent Mike a ton of pictures of me and my Batman cosplays. So if you want to see more of those, just ask him. And I'm sure I have blackmail material. <laughs> if you guys would like to see them, let us know on Twitter at We Are the Batman. Let me know I'm Mr. Mike Shea, him at Mr. J Ninja. Before this month is over, before the month of October is over. One of those will hit the internet, Matthew Hasso. The others I'm keeping for myself, just in case. That is going to do it for this week's episode of We Are the Batman. We'll see you guys again next time. Same bat time, same bat podcast channel. Bye-bye.